This is your host Chukudi, and you're listening to the Other Experts podcast. Hello, welcome to the Other Experts podcast. Today we will be talking with Samson Oludapo. Uh, Samson. I'm a Nigerian. <laughs> Let me say it's Nigerian. Okay, I'm a Nigerian. I'm um, from Lagos. I grew up in the street of Lagos. And my dad is from your state. So I had my first degree in accounting and finance. And um, after that, I came to Malaysia. And I was in Malaysia. I've been in Malaysia for about seven years now. Okay. So, yeah. All right. What do you, you're still in accounting here? Uh, no. At the moment, I'm working in IT. Oh, okay. And um, I'm kind of a diversified person. <laughs> <laughs> or as people will say back home, jack of all trade. Mm. So you can be wondering why from accounting to IT. Well, basically when I was in Nigeria, I love um, anything IT. Okay. So even while I was in I institution, I to work at computer village okay. in Lagos. so that was where i pick up much of my knowledge about computer it and ups and so from there i tried to upskill myself to develop more on that then i went for some certifications in it and um, it pays off because when i got here i basically have to rely on that to get job yeah. when it seems <laughs> insurmountable then yeah. <laughs> okay um i'm assuming you studied here as well Yes, um, I completed my master's in project management. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's impressive. <laughs> um, but um, coming from Nigeria to here, um, what um, were there any like culture shocks? What do you think um, are some differences between the culture you have back home and the work here? Yeah, of course. Um, because um, though I'm from culturally diverse economy as you know um, in Nigeria we also have our basic three ethnic groups yeah although there are other sub ethnic groups definitely yeah. more <laughs> <laughs> more so when I arrived in Malaysia it wasn't that much of a shock um, because I tend to realize that they have differences and they have different cultures as well so when I come in contact with um, Chinese I possibly can say oh okay i need to behave myself this way with this set of people because this is what they believe this is what they don't believe for instance um when i came to malaysia the very first week i had to go in a lift with a chinese person and um, the woman just tried drag the baby the boy about four or five years old drag him to himself i mean to herself and then i was like what then later in life, I mean later on, I tend to realize they have this culture about anything black. So I knew that for them and I don't um, try to criticize based on that because they believe that is their belief, that is their culture. So every uh, ethnic group or every group have their own cultures and beliefs. So I tend to live with that and later as well I have a couple of Chinese friends and Malays, Indians, so it's fun to see these cultures from their own perspective right. uh, this is something um, I we talked about yesterday um, myself and um, Amino um, 
you said you know Amino Elia, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talked about this cultural part, and mm. he wasn't. He said he understood that um, the Chinese and the Indians mm. they have their um, distinct culture, but sure. he ha- doesn't really the Malay culture is mm. not like obvious. Like okay. they don't show it. Is that? Do you think that as well? Um, when it comes to Malay culture, I think you probably know much about Malay culture from um, their interaction between themselves. Um, to me. I supposedly know a bit about what they think about others or what they think about themselves. For instance, they don't like, if you study with Malays, for example, uh, they are not kind of person that are very outspoken or want to show off in the crowd. It's not as if they don't know, but they just believe they don't want to be the first. And that also happens when perhaps you are clean up and it happens when you go to ATM machine, there are few other ATM machines there, but because uh, Malay saw that others are queuing up on this particular machine, he or she wouldn't want to try the other machine because he doesn't want to be the first to try it out. So um, I think from there one can easily deduce perhaps they are shy at times, but when they are free with you, they might be open. Yes, of course, there are other bag eggs that are <laughs> as it is with every culture. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, what What do you do um, when you're not working? You mentioned that you have like Chinese friends, uh, local friends, basically. So do you hang yeah. out with or more local friends or Nigerian friends? I would say it's balanced because yeah. um, I do have friends that we share beliefs together. So with that, we have um, activities we run. Um, recreational activities so to say we go to places and with them I've been able to travel to a few places in and around Malaysia and uh, that has really um, given me this kind of sense of belonging when I'm within them and then I feel yeah I'm kind of at home yeah Uh, this is home so it's um, it's more cool and as well with um, friends from back home yes of course i do have a couple enough to be friends and as steve covey says people in your circle of influence people who can influence you positively yeah. not just anyone yeah true, true um speaking about um being in places in and around malaysia mm-hmm. what would you say is something um every expert should try at least once if when mm-hmm. in malaysia Once, not twice. At least once. If it's good enough, then yeah, they can go ahead and try it many okay, times. At least once, you try to explore that state okay. in Malaysia. All right. There are lots of um, places in Malaysia, although some are very difficult to get to. Like I read earlier on on your spot about Sabah. Yeah. Yeah. But those, um, some have this stereotype, this kind of um, segregation. Yeah. But yet, it's worth it. It's part of experience. True. Because um, an average African, we do love to travel. And that is why we are all over everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, part of our travel history will be yeah, what we do when we are there positively. So, if, we, if I am in Malaysia and I confine myself to uh, where I'm comfortable with, for instance, in Kuala Lumpur, because of the 
environment, the structures, the people. I wouldn't want to explore that state where they don't have this kind of um, fancy structures, just to say. But the beauty of it is you tend to learn about other things, about history, history, for example, about Malaysia, for example, as well, and about other tourists as well. You can get to learn from people when you move around. Yeah, yeah that's quite true. I agree. Um, we, what, what would you say is your you like most about living here um, in Malaysia? You mentioned infrastructure already. But mm. Yeah. And I think um, for me, it's also the infrastructure, the ease mm. of mm. getting around transportation. Yeah. Um, what what would that be for you? Like your favorite thing about living abroad in Malaysia? Uh, the very first thing is infrastructure, uh, because um, to a reasonable extent, they have a working system. Mm-hmm. By working system, I mean they have a good interconnect of their roads uh, a friend of mine once said you can't get lost in KL if you can read maps <laughs> <laughs> most of the road you see the direction if you take this you can turn left you take this and nowadays we have ease of ways and Google Maps yeah. to commute around and um, it's what's because they invest a lot in that yeah true. so that is one and um, another thing I enjoyed in Malaysia Probably about food. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you say is your favorite food? Favorite Malaysian oh, food? The very first food I tried when I came to Malaysia, which is nasi guri ayam. Yes, <laughs> that is official. But now there are variety of it. Yeah. Now I knew about nasi guri. Um, ayam kuyen. Yeah. But then I only know about nasi guri ayam, and to date I see choose that over here that was like, okay just give me that nasi guri and uh, all right you, you you get to eat nigerian food here though of course yes okay. i do i can survive without it <laughs> i do cook myself uh, okay inside, yeah all right so i'm guessing like choke or like all the restaurants work here yes um i visit um i go to choke a lot and um when i was not when i'm not in care i there is a place called uh, uh, what's the name? I've forgotten the name, but it's more of um, African, uh, I would say foreigners um, market uh, where you can uh, even the Middle Eastern in Middle Easterners they go there to buy stuffs. Okay. Uh, Africans will go there to buy food stuff. It's in where? Where is it located? It's in Quentin. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's some distance, but <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Oh, but well, that's good. Um, what, what do you miss about being here? Like, um, you've been here for seven years. Uh, you get to go home often? Uh, last year, I wasn't home, but um, I try as much as possible to be home okay. once in a year. So the last time I was home was in 2016. Yeah. I was home in 2015, and so but last year I couldn't because I had to change my job. I had to move from one contract, and due to that my visa was delayed, so I couldn't go home. Yeah. So as much as possible, I try at least yeah. once in a year. Okay. So what what you miss about home while you're here? 
apart from I miss the also live in Nigeria. <laughs> I miss the, the environment, the, 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 the ambience of people around where you, you see people talking, laughing, carefree, yeah, exactly. they, don't, they, don't, they don't think about, oh, we don't have this infrastructure. They just try as much as possible to enjoy life. Yeah. And that is one thing that uh, spawns me up as well, because I believe uh, there is no crime and failure. Um, so to say, we have a kind of uh, failed state, but then if you look at the people's um, perspective, if you look at what young guys and young girls are doing back home, you realize everyone don't believe in failure. They always want to improve, they always want to do something that the government is not providing. And that is what is keeping Nigeria to today. Um, it's the same thing um, a few people have mentioned. But one of the recent arguments we had was about people moving outside the country, outside Niger Nigerians especially, mm -hmm. but Africans, um, going abroad looking for um, greener pastures. Yeah. Would you say that you agree with that, that we're looking for greener pastures or people just go out for the fun of it? I tend to be choosy with the word greener pasture. Um, greener pasture can be everywhere. For instance, uh, someone in Lagos staying in mainland, the greener pasture could be the island. Yeah. Because is any more there is um, having comfortable life over there uh, but to me I try to perhaps use the word um, where you can have your capabilities you can enhance your capability more like opportunities yes okay. um, uh, a case in point is let's say Malaysia for example um, you say most of the young working adults in Malaysia, they only have SPMs, and what SPM equivalent of that is just our O, o level. Yeah. And these are people that are working; they are able to afford their homes. Yeah. They are able to buy cars. So to them, greener pasture is the Malaysian economy because the economy provides the opportunity for them to thrive, to grow. So for me, I think what I personally travel for is where I can have opportunity to develop my capabilities. And that was why when I came to Malaysia, I didn't just settle for um, education alone. I try as much as possible to get other certifications because I believe here yeah, you have the opportunity to do that. Opportunity to do that in the sense that when you try to convert the amount of these certifications to Nera, it's quite high. And even if you are working, you will think twice before you can dish out that kind of amount for certifications. Yeah. And that is what's holding a lot of people back back home. Yeah. Because they think, oh, how can I spend about hundred of thousand Nera just because of certification? Yeah. But yeah. when you are here, you don't think that way. You think about, oh, ring it, and the hundred wouldn't be that much that yeah. you wouldn't be able to afford. Yeah. So that alone is an opportunity for me. Okay. It's an added um, advantage for me. 
So I try as much as possible. I set the goal, okay, what if I try to do this every year that I make sure I get something to add to my knowledge? And yes, it's been paying off. Though now it's still um I won't really paid off to the full <laughs> fledged, but yet I still believe that it pays off. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a step by step process. Like yes. um there's one phase and then the next. Mm. Like um, something we also talked about is most times Nigerians want to just jump from the beginning right to the top of the ladder. So. <laughs> that can't work. It can't work. Like Malays, we say, canon. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think like opportunities are the same thing as um, green pastures? Mm. I, um, well, it's kind of debatable. <laughs> Many people will say that, but opportunities, um, you can't say it's green pasture as well because just like the case of someone living in mainland and working in Ireland in Lagos, so it can as well be a green pasture opportunity. But the most important thing is uh, to keep or to have a positive attitude uh, because uh, no one starts from the bottom and just want to arrive at the top yeah all of a sudden you have to go through stages like you say so yeah. if we keep positive attitude if we try to um, connect you make connections with people who can influence uh, who can take you to where you want to be and you don't see negative in everything i think things work out fine on the long run yeah so what what on that note what, like what advice would you have for like experts who want to come here and maybe um develop themselves or find get more opportunities um for themselves like every other place is it's not easy it's um takes a lot of hard work it takes a lot of commitment it takes a lot of of self-sacrifice in order for you to be able to achieve what you want and um, believe me uh, the world has moved away from having uh, just basic idea or basic knowledge of four words at the university uh, people are thinking about how to innovate how to make their life better and that was um, why I mean, that is why we see economies thriving like Malaysia, like other economies around them. So for anyone who wants to take up career or want to be an expert in Malaysia, you just have to be at your best. You have to um, know it's not going to come easy. Um, no job is going to come easy. And if you're giving your best, keep trying, keep praying. <laughs> And yes, it's something that is achievable. Right. The ratio of Africans, or um, yeah, let's say Africans, uh, don't let us um, minimize, uh, I mean, to say Nigerians, let's say Africans. The ratio of Africans working here in Malaysia as compared to four or five years ago, as about 200 multiplies effect yeah, increased so increase far, yes yeah. so that is to tell you that a lot of people have believed that they can do it a lot of people have um, sacrificed their sleep a lot of people have sacrificed their 
comfort in order to be able to get the foot on Malaysian employment. So it's possible for anyone who wants to be an expert, it's possible and there are a lot of people who are working in IT, engineering, uh, medicine, though medicine I've only seen one, yeah. <laughs> it's very not, rare not, because yeah. yeah I've only seen one, even now she's um, in New Zealand, she left Malaysia last year, uh-huh. but she worked for some time, but a couple of other ones I've had contact with, they, they are like, it's quite difficult to get in that field but the other field you can try to think of how you can leverage on your education and see the field that you can likely um, get offer from yeah. all right um is there like anything else you want to add for um people who are listening well um for people for everyone um including myself I always have this mentality. My attitude is always never believe you cannot do it. And um, like um, people will say that when you fall seven times and you rise up seven times, that means that you are going to achieve what you want to achieve. So even though there are rejections, um, there are stereotyping, never let that deter your vision, your goal. It's achievable. It's something that everyone can achieve. And no one is um, too little to achieve what you set your mind on. There could be distractions, and the distraction could be the path you are trying to get through. Why not try to pause, think, and change your path and see where that leads you to. And always try to know people who influence you for good. How with this last, like how do you um, decide on, I I guess it's going to be easy, like you know people who influence you positively, so Mm. you always stick around with those people. That's Mm. kind of what you're talking about. Yes. it takes about 30 seconds for you to know if you like a person or not. Uh, that's basic rule for communication. When you see a person and you communicate for the first 30 seconds, what the person says determines the next hours of communication. So if the uh, person you're trying to move with doesn't see positivity in your ideas or it's always about negative, then it's time to reevaluate. Is this the kind of person I want to move with, or is it the kind of person I just let me to let go of so that I can move? Yeah, true. Um, that's um, all the questions I think we have uh, for today. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here to see you and to be yes, again. definitely. Thanks uh, for listening. Um, uh, but this is the end of this episode of the Other Experts podcast. Um, thank you, uh, Samson, for joining again. And yeah, bye. <laughs> the Other Experts podcast is produced by Blast Studios. The sound design is by Big Main Sound Machine. And the intro was created by The Small Room Production. 
you can and should subscribe to the other expert podcast on apple Podcasts or soundcloud and sign up for our monthly newsletters on the otherexperts.com you can also find us on facebook twitter instagram and linkedin and you can always email us at any time on inquiry at otherexperts.com.